0: Well, good evening Welcome to the podcast and a very warm welcome all the way from lovely Singapore. Good evening, Lottie.
1: Hi, Dennis. How are you?
0: It's great to hear from you. And how have you been?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. How have you been?
0: Yeah, I can't grumble. It's been it's been hectic to say the least, as you've probably already noticed. I'm mm-hmm. loving single.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> it's getting plenty of weird times. You're probably noticing it. It'll be on again tonight, I believe. On Yeah, wait,
1: thank you so much.
0: So, let's crack on. It's great I to have you
1: I can't thank you, board. you
0: enough. Oh, no, you're very welcome. It's great to have you on board. Laurie, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about Singapore. What's life like in Singapore?
1: Uh, so, Singapore is very, very hot. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> 30 degrees here pretty much all year, which is pretty crazy. I'm very different to what I know from back home. You know, I miss winter a little bit. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool here. Life is, like, very different. I'd say from England, but I've lived here for almost two years now. And yeah, it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> so how did Lottie end up in Singapore?
1: So actually, it's kind of a funny story. Um, so uh, my main job alongside like my music stuff is kind of something I do on the side. My main job, uh, I'm a teacher. I, I work with kids. Um, so before this, I actually lived in Switzerland for a year as a nanny and then i came here to work in a tuition center so i teach children to read yeah so pretty different from the music stuff Uh, but yeah so i came here to uh like teach and you know get to come and experience asia and then whilst i was here i met um hangi who is the amazing producer um, and owner of the label that i work with um yeah and then the kind of music stuff took off from there really
0: wow are you certainly traveled haven't you from switzerland
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i love to travel i love to live in new places you know um so actually after this i'll be end of this year um, and it'll be the first time i've lived in england for uh, three years three and a half years something like that wow. no <laughs> yeah way, it's been a long time
0: Nothing's changed, do not weather's still the same. I'm many? very
1: excited, though. i got to say, I'm very excited to, you know, come back to England and have all of my home comforts.
0: So, Lottie, what got you into music?
1: Um, so, when I was younger, I used to do a lot of theatre um, and drama, acting, and I really got into musical theatre. And I think I did my first show. I was in Oliver when I was seven years old. Wow. Ago. And then, yeah, I kind of did a lot of musical theatre stuff when I was younger, until I was about 18. Um, So I was really into being in musicals, and I got to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, um, (laughs) and Sister Mary Robert in Sister Act. So I got to play some really cool roles. Um, And then I kind of realised maybe about 14 years ago-ish that I was wanting to get back into music Um, but I was hoping to kind of write my own stuff and I've always been really really into you know listening to as much music as I possibly can Um, and then I kind of thought it felt like the next logical step to kind of you know write my own music and then it kind of snowballed from there really.
0: And how would you say friends and family have supported you? How have they been for you?
1: Amazingly (laughs) Um, they actually I haven't seen my family really since I've you know been properly releasing music and stuff Um, but they're super supportive actually my mum and Hangi the producer I work with are like they've never met in person but they are constantly like liking each other's Instagram photos and every time I FaceTime (laughs) my mom she's like oh how's Hangi doing (laughs) so they're like friends (laughs) Um, yeah they're so supportive you know they um love to listen they share all of my stuff and yeah it's nice it's nice they've all been super supportive and my friends back home too you know it i think it all starts off with when you release your first song it's so terrifying and i had like a lot of good feedback from a lot of my friends um which was amazing and that kind of spurred me on to keep going and start pushing to reach like a wider audience
0: yeah, I mean, obviously, you get you get that great response from your family and friends. How were you received by the wider public? Did you do, have you done your first gig?
1: Not yet. So, actually, at the moment, um, the restrictions have been pretty tight in Singapore. They've been pretty strict. Um, so, live gigs and stuff haven't really been happening. Um, so, haven't really had a chance. And honestly, I'm absolutely terrified because <laughs> I've done a lot of um, like, I've done like cover songs in public and obviously I have performed on stage before but I've never performed like songs that I've written um, which will be pretty crazy. I'm super excited, but also really nervous and really like anxious to get out there and, you know, do some gigs like that would be amazing. But at the moment, yeah, restrictions here are still pretty tight. So whether that will happen in the foreseeable future, I don't know. But when I come home to England, definitely I'm going to get on it and hopefully, yeah, do some performing at some gigs, which would be amazing.
0: What's the really do when you come back to England? What's the first, what have you missed?
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) So I actually have celiac disease. So I can't eat gluten. And that has been pretty hard here because um, it's not really something that's as common in Asia as it is in the UK. And um, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Pizza Express and I'm going to get a (laughs) group-free pizza. (laughs) And, like, I've had it in my head for so long. And also, I'm so excited to go to Tesco, like, and see the, yeah, and see, like, the free-from section because, like, shopping here is pretty difficult. I have to go to, like, 20 different shops uh, to do, like, my weekly shop and get all of the things I need. So I'm really, really excited to go to the supermarket, which is crazy enough, and I never thought that I would be saying that, but here we are.
0: <laughs> you know, most welcome come back home, the last place you want to yeah. go. <laughs> Who's your inspiration? Who inspires you? Who's,
1: who? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so, originally, like, my mum kind of raised me on a lot of the 80s hair bands, you know, so she is obsessed with Bon Jovi. I kind of got raised with learning all of the words to the Bon Jovi songs she'd play in the car. Also, you know Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith. Um, So all of that I think really inspired my like love of music in general. Um, And then when I started to get a bit older, obviously my my music doesn't really sound like Bon Jovi or Aerosmith. Mm -hmm. I started to branch out a little bit, um, and I started to listen to you know artists like marina and the diamonds and lana del rey lord all of those kind of like cool pop princess um and then yeah i started to listen to them and i really loved it and i would listen to just hours and hours and hours of any music that i could find and i really got into kind of indie music and that kind of thing but I would say I definitely am very inspired by Lord. I love Lord. I think she's yeah, incredible. Wonderful. I love her albums, you know, all of her music is really, I've listened to it for years, you know, and that really, when I write a new song, you know, I'm always thinking like the kind of things that she does and how she writes and like the images that she comes up with are so cool. So I'm always like, I want to try and write like that, you know, I'd say that's kind of a goal.
0: The process like when it
1: sorry i think you cut out for a second what did you say
0: Creative process like when you're in a studio
1: mm, okay it really depends so some of my songs actually my album my ep is actually kind of 50 50 so um chloe and dance with you were songs i wrote at my piano um so i kind of sat down worked out the chords and just you know wrote the song there and then um how does it feel? And nervous were well, actually beats that Hangy had already made. Um, and he was, you know, generous enough for me to let me use them. And I kind of sat down, listened to them and just wrote on top of them, you know, any sort of things I felt from the beat kind of thing. So it, it does really vary. I'd say I'm pretty 50 50 on things that I kind of start completely on my own. And, you know, if sometimes it'll be as crazy as I'm like walking down the street and I'll like think of a lyric, and I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. I could definitely use that, you know. And sometimes, like the walk from the train station to my apartment, I'll have written like a chorus, <laughs> and then I yeah. come home and I sit on my piano and I like try and work out the chords <laughs> for it, you know, the key, all of that stuff. And other times, yeah, it just is like I'll listen to one of the beats that Hangy has made and like come up with a melody and just go from there. Really, so I'd say every song is pretty different. Um, But yeah, I just kind of like, write about whatever I'm kind of feeling or really into at the minute. So for example, like, how does it feel was inspired by a Sappho poem um, that I'd read. And I thought, wow, this is gorgeous. You know, the words that she's used, all of this stuff. And I thought, wow, I could definitely like, make a song out of this. Like, how can I work it out? So I kind of took a bit from the poem here and like, wrote in some of my own stuff there. And it just kind of came together pretty quickly as a song and I was like all right I've you know I've got this I can make a full song out of this now you know that was pretty cool so yeah it really 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 varies.
0: That's, that's the second time I've had that I think it was the lads from Dictator one of them mm. was a, and they wrote I think it was a song Anthem for a Damaged Youth is actually a poem and they took the mm did the poem, he liked it, and he came up with it. obviously completely different lyrics, so it's amazing yeah. how uh, a musician, obviously Lottie isn't your real name, why Lottie?
1: <laughs> so, my full name's Charlotte, um, and then I kind of actually when I went to university when I was around 18 I decided like I want a different nickname it was just after uh Princess Charlotte was born and I was like wow Charlotte is such a common name now I've got to change it and be interesting (laughs) um so when I went to university I kind of took Lottie as a derivative from Charlotte and then yeah a lot of my friends have known me as that now and then actually when I teach well the kids call me teacher Lottie um yeah so it just kind of stuck and I feel like it's a bit catchier and easy to remember than Charlotte.
0: (laughs) We'll do a little dipping into acting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do you miss it a little?
1: Uh, I miss, I kind of miss the like thrill of uh, performing you know and having like a big crew and a um, big cast on a musical that is like an insane feeling you know and everyone gets so like excited for the show so I do miss that but I feel like that will kind of be replaced by hopefully eventually me being able to gig and play my songs um so I do miss that feeling of being like live and that kind of scary pressure adrenaline rush that you get when you're like about to go on stage and sing for a load of people it's crazy feeling
0: <laughs> Would it like playing Dorothy that must have been great
1: that was, yeah, that was fun. Actually, um, that was one of the, like, last shows I did before I went off to university. That was, yeah, that was pretty good. My favourite role was probably in Sister Act. Um, I That was one of the, like, first shows I did. I was just 16, um, and I was with, like, a Amateur Dramatic Society, so I was, like, the youngest in the whole um, cast wow. and I oh, didn't yeah. think I'd get the part. I was like, oh, you know, I'll just be in the chorus. And I remember I got the email to say that I'd been cast as the part that I wanted. And like me and my mom cried, <laughs> we were oh. so excited. Yeah, and then that was pretty crazy because I went from performing in like school shows and like small kind of like under 18 shows to being in this like big theater which seats like I think it's like eight hundred people, something like that, and we were like sold out. It was crazy, um, so that was insane. That was definitely my favorite role I ever got to do. I think it was amazing. Well, no,
0: I don't think I don't think you have any problems performing a gig live. Anyway, <laughs> you'll obviously bring that experience from the theatre to the stage.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I'm definitely. I feel like putting on a character and singing is kind of different. It's less vulnerable than going on stage as myself and singing you know songs that i wrote myself i feel like kind of that vulnerability is like absolutely terrifying but so exciting um you know and seeing the response that people have given my ep which has been honestly amazing i never expected it at all um that kind of gives me that like confidence to be like okay i can go out and do this you know and sing my songs to some people who I've never heard it before and yeah, it'll be amazing. So I'm excited. I'm, you know, anxious to get out there as soon as I'm allowed to.
0: Oh, so I would assume that when you're on stage, technically speaking, mm-hmm. somebody's story. So when you're on you're on music, you're technically speaking, acting out your story. It's your music, it's your story. Yeah. Mm. So a little bit. I'm-
1: Sorry, you cut out for a second.
0: Speaking when you're on the stage, you're acting, which is obviously a story. Mm So you're performing that story. So when you ten speaking, you're performing your story, which is your music.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, that is such an exciting thought, really. And you know, even being able to write my own songs has been amazing and the support that I've gotten from Hangy and from the label that I'm with and the, the other guys that I like work with has been so great so yeah it's like pretty exciting to be able to you know like sing about things which matter to me and are important to me um it's been yeah amazing really.
0: First time you were in the studio and you heard your first track played back to you what was mm-hmm. that feeling?
1: Surreal. Um, my first track that I ever recorded, I think was Chloe. Um, and that was actually one of the first songs that I sent off to Hangy. So originally I contacted Hangy because I wanted to learn how to produce. Um, I wanted to be able to make my own music from scratch. Um, so I kind of contacted him learning to produce. I was like, you know, can you help me? Whatever. Um, and then he was like yeah sure we can work on your own songs if you have something that you've been working on and so I kind of like (laughs) terrifyingly sent him this track (laughs) that I'd written on my own and it was like one of the first songs I ever written and I remember I like sent it to him on whatsapp and then like threw my phone across the room and was like oh I don't want to see what he says like what if he thinks it's awful I was terrified <laughs> um, and i kind of very badly produced the song on garage band um and he kind of got back to him was like yeah this has a lot of great potential i really like it like let's work on this and i was like okay let's do it <laughs> um yeah so then we were in the studio and like producing we kind of produced it together sat like side by side and he was teaching me all of the things he was doing and it was really crazy first of all to see the process like producing is like so hard and there's so much that goes into it you know and so being able to see him take my like pretty rubbish garage band version of Chloe and turn it into this like professional track was crazy and then you know recording for the first time is terrifying because I was like wow I have to like sing in the same room and like so scary, you know, and after a while, like, kind of relax into it, like, now I'm, like, more than happy to go and recall whatever, like, no problem, but that first time, I was, like, god, like, what I do now is gonna be what the track sounds like at the end, you know, like, there's that pressure, like, okay, my voice has to be perfect right now, because this is what the end product is gonna be, <laughs> you know, so, like, working on that was crazy, and then I remember after he'd, like, mixed it, and we'd gone through it and listening to it for the first time I was like wow like this is insane like this is my song and my voice (laughs) my words and I'm like hearing them in my earphones I was like whoa (laughs) you know it honestly I feel like nothing ever will kind of like match up to that first feeling of being like oh my god this is my song you know crazy absolutely crazy and every time you know every time we like record in the studio like today we were recording a song for my album um I'm always like so excited and like nervous to hear um when he's finished the mix so I get to listen to it and like see what the final product is going to be like it's so exciting such an adrenaline rush um yeah it's amazing really like it's crazy that one thing I wrote you know walking down the street. And like sung into the voice notes on my phone is now like a full song.
0: Wow. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. that's amazing. Well, that's lots in nicely like to my next question. And obviously, what are you working on? And what can we expect from Lottie in the future?
1: Well, so are we need gossip. Uh, I
0: need some gossip, girl. Come on.
1: <laughs> I'll give, <laughs> give you the gift. <laughs> so at the moment I'm actually working on my album, which is wow. super exciting. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of recording a lot of the tracks for that over the next couple of weeks um which will hopefully be released later on this year um i'm also doing like a couple of collaborative tracks with some of the people um that are also on the label with me and that hangy knows. um he is a iranian producer so he has a lot of people he knows back home in iran so there's like a couple of like tracks I'm working on with people wow. from there. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on right now. Um, but yeah, we're hoping that the first single from my album will be coming out pretty soon. Um, yeah, so it's all exciting. There's lots coming. I've got so much.
0: <laughs> it sounds It sounds like you're really busy. And I like the sound of yeah. this Iranian collaboration. I mean, uh, that sounds amazing. It's got to be fun, mm. that, hasn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So, actually, like Hangi himself is a rapper, and one of the first songs that I released was a collaboration and um, with him and another girl who was on the label um, called "Raining Down on Me." Which, like, it's on my Spotify page, and um, that was the first song we ever released. And he raps in Persian, of course, because he's Iranian. And um, yep. so, it's pretty cool to have, you know, like multiple languages. Um, yeah, and some of the tracks that we're working on are like, you know, in multiple different languages, which is amazing um and it's really cool to see what you know those different cultures and can bring to a song like you know it's interesting and exciting and yeah i'm really excited yeah, about, you good know, you? Collaborations. yeah it's amazing it's so much fun as yeah. well you know it's like work with other people It's yeah i love like collaborations and all that stuff yeah it's so much fun
0: You can hear in your voice, you're having a great time, you're thoroughly enjoying yourself, that much is clear, multi-talented, multicultured and well-travelled young lady (laughs) who of course has got to come back, who's got to come back to England and trust me, they'll be waiting for you, the people will be waiting for you and your fans over here, if you could say anything to them, what what one message would you give to your fans who are listening right now? Uh,
1: Absolutely, just thank you so to just listen in the first place, like honestly, that's One of the craziest parts for me is, you know, hearing that, like, people are listening to my stuff. Like, you can go onto Spotify for Artists and you can see, like, two people listening to your songs right now. And that always, I'm like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) there's real people listening to my stuff right now this second. Like, that's so great. And honestly, it makes me so excited. And I'm so grateful, you know, for every single person who sits down, takes the time to listen to my music, add it to their playlist, write about it post about it on Twitter like all of those things are insane and every time it puts a huge smile on my face and I it just keeps me going you know I Aww. just can't say thank you enough for everything and all the support that everyone has brought to me you know it's been insane.
0: And like how would you feel how do you see social media impacting in your career how do you feel it's impacted in your your musical career?
1: So I think social media is one of the you know like best tools I think for new artists because right now there's so many people it's so hard to get heard you know and I think it's amazing not only for the fact that people will like listen to your stuff but also like some of the like genuine friendships and connections that you make online are you know amazing and like I beforehand I was kind of scared to come home you know because all of my connections at the moment are in Singapore and I was like wow like I'm terrified to go home like I'm not going to know anybody and then all of a sudden you know I kind of recently got into Twitter about a month ago I guess and I've you know been chatting to so many people who are based in the UK and I'm just like wow now I don't feel scared anymore I feel excited you know to have this opportunity to go home and hopefully meet a whole bunch of like lovely people that I've had a chance to chat with like yeah I, I think social media is one of the most you know important things that artists can use it's such a tool um and it's such a great way to get people to listen to your stuff but also to like make new pals and you know like, yeah. have like insightful chats with people it's really yeah i i mean i kind of love social media for that actually
0: i do i do i mean it has its dark side but we won't go into that That's yeah, it's well documented but mm. I feel that social media itself, especially during the lockdown, has taken off and it's come into its mm. own. And although there's all the negative about it, I think the problem is the press are concentrating too much on that and not looking at the positives. Like you mentioned, yeah. people are interacting more, people are talking more, you know, people are communicating. There's, there's, there seems to be a lot of love on, on Twitter just now for people, especially artists. And it's like mm. during lockdown, it's as if all these writers have just... Wrote, 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 and and recorded, recorded, and now it's over. They've all come out swinging, you know, but there's yeah, no, absolutely. there's no real competition. Everybody's sort of helping each other out, and I think that's one of the most positive things I've seen personally.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like seeing, you know, like everyone shares everyone's stuff, and you know, like it's it is so nice. You know, I see like. If I get like new followers, I'm like, oh, so exciting. You know, all of these people. And it's a great way to find new music, first of all. You know, if you're an artist, of course, you love music, you know. So there's so much stuff out there which is like untapped. And it, yeah. you know, it's exciting to me to be able to like, you know, meet all of these people online and listen to like a whole load of music that otherwise I never would have found yeah. on my own.
0: That will go on too. Have you mm. had anyone you thought, ooh, Oh, I like the sound of them. I'm opening a little collaboration with them. Is there any new bands out there that have caught your eye and you thought, well, it'd be great to work
1: with them? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know, actually. I think there's so much talent out there, you know, and really I'm one of those people who, like, I, like, jump at the opportunity to kind of collaborate with anyone, really. Um, and I think the good thing is there's so much variety. Like, I think for collaborations for myself. I love to kind of collaborate with people who are, who make music that's kind of different to what I do, you know, like rappers, that kind of thing, you know, who can bring some like complete variety um, into my tracks. Yeah, so I think like, there's so many people out there, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, there's, I really am just impressed, honestly, with like how much new music I found. And yeah, everyone's great, man.
0: I spoke to Stuart Wilford and, and one of the things he he said when he came to studio one day, it was different, he worked with an orchestra. Now obviously mm. Paul Weller's just done that on BBC2 over in Britain, I don't know if you saw the Paul Weller
1: yeah, live with yeah.
0: orchestra, how would you feel about doing that, What would that be something you'd fancy working with a live orchestra, because that would be amazing wouldn't it?
1: Absolutely, yeah, that would be incredible <laughs> and also, I don't know, a lot of pressure, that's a lot of people who are like looking to you to do like a good job, yeah, um, yeah, but wow, I mean, you know, like, to have, I I love the sound of a live orchestra, you know, even to just go and, like, listen. Like, when I um, was working as a nanny in Switzerland, um, some of the kids I was looking after, they were um, in, like, they were in orchestras, and they would do live performances and stuff, you know, and it gives you, like, shivers to go and, like, listen to a full orchestra, like, perform, and, yeah, that would be, honestly crazy <laughs> uh, yeah i think there's nothing like it really is there
0: no it's amazing i mean i interviewed a young lady called julia violinista who basically takes a violin and mm. she turns it into brit pop she plays Britpop.
1: pop yeah you know. i've seen her stuff
0: it's amazing i was i was yeah. totally blown away by it, and i thought you know i thought that that's amazing and you imagine if she, she done that and collaborated with the skylights or you know, mm. to get somebody, you know you think what that would sound like because i, yeah. I think I think it'd be nice to introduce that kind of orchestral sound. I did, let's say, with Stuart Wolford and listening to his album and listening to that clay and having that introduction with the violins and stuff and that orchestra, it just mm. it made it something different, you know. And sometimes yeah, it's, nice.
1: it's amazing. So
0: we've well, we got to look at the obvious ones now. We've got to ask the silly questions because <laughs> I always like to ask daft questions. If you don't have a daft go
1: on, question, go on,
0: go <laughs> on. So obviously you're very multi-talented, we've all figured out, and you've obviously clicked your little red heels in Dorothy, however, <laughs> do, you, do you have any useless talents?
1: I actually do, and yes! you know what, it's really good, because, okay, I have like listened to some of the um, podcasts that you've done in the past, so I <laughs> prepared for this question, because <laughs> when I first listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh, do I have any useless talents? And I realised I actually do, and it's completely useless. Um, so because I'm a teacher here and I teach phonics, I have to teach the phonetic alphabet. So like Abba, instead of ABC. Yeah. Um, and a method that I use to teach that is that I sing the phonetic alphabet backwards with the kids. Wow. Um, because I've done it so many times, I now have memorized by heart how to sing the phonetic alphabet backwards. Um, Lottie, take, take it away, Lottie.
0: Take it away. You can't come on. Go
1: for it. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Wow! Take
0: it away, Lonnie. <laughs> wow, see, we have some strange talents here. That that yeah. that is not a useless talent. I find that rather good fun actually. I can imagine the kids love that
1: yeah it's definitely a party trick I didn't realize it was useless actually um after I like I didn't realize it was really impressive (laughs) um I like after I'd listened to a couple of the podcasts I said to Hanky I was like do you think this counts as a useless talent and I did it for him and he was like yeah, now do it for my friends. And then then I did it like ten times that day for all of the different oh, people.
0: So you it's definitely
1: a new party trick.
0: Yeah, you'll be doing that a lot. I can I can imagine, especially yeah. when this goes out, all your friends will be saying, Do it, Lottie, do it. Just a couple of drinks, and that'll be it. You'll be away. A lot of hair dryer in hand. Lottie when you were definitely.
1: younger.
0: What was little Lottie like growing up?
1: Oh, I'm sure my mum has some great stories for this one. Actually, I was a pretty devil child, which is
0: Rare, yeah. hard we are to believe
1: now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. actually, I mean, OK, I was really good at school and all my teachers really loved me. But my mum always says that, like, when I got home, I, like, turned into the devil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know where this is going, and if yeah. you listen to the podcast. So, <laughs> Lottie, what... Have you done to embarrass yourself? And have you got yourself into a little bit of trouble? What's the worst thing you've done to embarrass yourself? And have you got yourself into a little bit of trouble?
1: You know, actually, okay, I don't think I've ever got into, like, major trouble. I remember, like, one time that sticks out from my childhood (laughs) as a time that I was absolutely terrified that I was going to be in trouble. Um, I was on holiday in Spain with some of my um, friends when I was a kid. And we were in my, like, friend's parents' hotel room. And we were up on the balcony and we were eating lollipops. And we were like pulling the stick out and like throwing it off the balcony <laughs> and trying to <laughs> get it into the pool. Um, and we were pretty up high, maybe like the 10th floor. I don't know. And like we would like, we thought it was hilarious. And then the janitor for the oh. hotel for, came up and like knocked on the door and said to our parents, Your kids are out on the balcony, like throwing stuff in the pool. And my parents came into us and were like are you doing this and we were like no that wasn't <laughs> us what are you talking about we're not doing that um and so like they sent off the janitor and afterwards my mom was like you know that's a crime littering is a crime you could be arrested And then I was terrified so. um, <laughs> yeah I was pretty scared after that <laughs> so that was probably I mean the most in trouble I ever got as a kid was like yeah. Mummies know how
0: mummies know how to make you feel terrified, don't they? They have this register. Yeah. They have a voice. The tone of yeah. voice just changes, don't it? And it's like, oh, all yeah. right, okay, this is not good.
1: Yeah. That one definitely stuck with me over the years. I'd never litter again.
0: Lottie, what's the best advice you've ever been given?
1: Oh, that's, and by oh, whom? that's another really good question. Oh, you know, my mom again, my mom gives the best advice.
0: Yeah, don't throw throw lollipop sticks off a Bannister on holiday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She has loads of these, like, little sayings and, like, little metaphors that she uses. Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of a good one. She always says that, like, being an adult is kind of like going into a shoe shop and trying on loads of different shoes and, like, seeing what works the best for you. And, you know, sometimes some shoes don't work, and that's okay. But eventually you find, like, a comfy pair of shoes that, like, you know the things that you want to do the people you want to be with you know those things eventually she's like don't yeah. worry eventually you'll find your right pair of shoes <laughs> yeah
0: so a lot of you have you got a comfortable pair of shoes now
1: um yeah I'd say so I mean I'm one of those people who I like never stay still for too long you know like I love to travel and move around and stuff um but I feel like now you know with music I've definitely found something that I'm really, really passionate about and driven and motivated. And, you know, it feels really right now for me to be like invested in my music and writing more, you know, like normally I kind of flip between things, but this has been like one really constant thing that I have, you know, been doing for like the last two years, pretty much now. Um, And all through my childhood too, you know, when I was in musicals and stuff. So I'd say definitely, Music is definitely a comfy pair of shoes that I have found. <laughs>
0: good. good, good. I'm glad you got a comfy pair of shoes because I'm going really yeah. you uncomfortable now. Lottie. I um,
2: know.
0: Oh, yes. This is what we call the <laughs> confession zone. You see, now <laughs> I, I ask these people all the time, if, if you've been a little done a little something in the background and you haven't sort of come clean about it, would you like to confess? And I shall decide whether you're granted forgiveness or not. So this is your chance if you have done something a little like that and you want to get it off your chest then this is your moment Lottie take it away and I I will decide whether you can be forgiven or not
1: I was not prepared for this one at all I
0: don't know i throw it in randomly you see
1: yeah I don't know for this one have I done something hmm you know I don't think so (laughs) I I feel like I'm pretty Honest person, I don't think there's anything that I've done. Hmm. Let's go back hmm. a
0: little bit here. So the yeah. janitor comes to the door and says, "Your daughters are throwing lollipops. <laughs> I throw lollipop sticks, and Lottie bats a little and says, no mummy, 'Mummy, <laughs> wasn't us,' and chases a little <laughs> little poor janitor all the way back. Who knows it's you? Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah, what. We'll, okay. go, we'll go with that one, right? And I'll, yeah. I'll okay, I okay. think. I think you should be forgiven for that one, and I'll tell you oh, why. thank because, you. <laughs> because you're on holiday, and also you were nabbed anyway because your mum saw right through you, didn't she? She was like,
1: "Oh, absolutely." I
0: know, yeah. I know. <laughs> and besides, your mum gave you good advice with the comfortable shoes, and I like that. I like yeah, that.
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's a great <laughs> advice giver.
0: <laughs> if you could send a message right now to your mum who could be listening later when I put this out, what would you say to
1: her? Oh, I would tell her I miss her so much. <laughs> I haven't seen my family in about a year and a half now. Because um, obviously, you know, with COVID and stuff, I haven't been able to go home. So, yeah, my main message to my mom and like my family and my dog is that I miss them so much. And I'm so excited to come home. You know, at this point, I love Singapore, but I'm definitely counting down the days until November when I finally get to come home and, you know, seeing my family and go to Tesco
0: (laughs) yeah get to Tesco's come on hurry up take over Tesco's (laughs) Lottie this is the point where I say you've just won the award for best thing and who would you like to thank
1: I think the most important person for me to thank actually there's a few I think one of them would definitely be Hangy who I've mentioned a whole bunch of times already so you can probably tell you know like he's not only like someone that I work really closely with but he's become one of my like closest friends um actually last week I saw him every day I've seen him today like you know we like hang out a lot and make music and stuff and he has been like so great and he's given me so many opportunities um you know and has helped so much with my music stuff and also thank my wonderful partner. Um, she's amazing and she's also crazy supportive. Um, You know, <laughs> she'll like listen to my songs and be like, this is amazing. You know, like <laughs> she's like not particularly musical at all but like I could play her anything that I'd written and she'd be like, I love it. So, you know, it's, like, it's like so supportive and amazing. And yeah, you know, I feel like I've got such a great group of people around me right now who are really supportive and motivating and yeah I think it's kind of all come together to make you know this music which is amazing and so fun to make and so great to like get out to the world so I yeah I'm just super grateful for all the people around me who you know offer words of encouragement and help and advice and of course all of the people who like like you who tweet about my music and post it everywhere and want to do interviews with me. Like that is, yeah. So many
0: You are stands. very welcome. <laughs> you are very welcome. Lottie, if you could perform at any festival past, present, where would you like to perform? Where would you be ideal festival?
1: Oh, Hmm. I don't know. When, I mean, when I was younger, I always used to go to a V Festival because I'm from Essex. <laughs> so I always used to go to V Festival every year. I don't even know if it's running anymore, actually, um, in Chelmsford, in Essex. Um, so, I mean, it's a small one, but maybe that because, you know, that's like, I have so many great memories there yeah. when I was younger and going to my first festivals and stuff. Maybe there, but also maybe, you know, like somewhere cool, like Coachella would be pretty all right too or Governor's Ball in New York also would be amazing I don't know there's a lot of options I'd be happy to perform anywhere at this point
0: (laughs) Well Lottie let's just say you've been on a little tour in Vegas and you're Mm -hmm. coming down to the bar you've had a a really good little session you're coming down to Mm -hmm. the bar to relax and the lift jams who would you least want to be trapped in the elevator with
1: and why? Oh, least want to be trapped in the elevator with. Oh, good question. Hmm. You know, I really feel like uh, there's a lot of people who you can learn a lot from. So, like, every option I'm thinking of right now, I'm like, maybe they wouldn't be so bad. Like, at first, I was going to say, I don't know, Donald Trump. But mm, I'm sure, yeah. you know, maybe you could have an interesting <laughs> conversation with him. Maybe he wouldn't be bad. I tried. So bad.
0: I tried. Oh, a lot. Really? He blocked me on. Yeah, he blocked me on Twitter. That's my claim to fame. He blocked oh, me. Oh no. Okay,
1: actually, well, then it would definitely not him. Yeah, not he
0: blocked me. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't get nothing. That's
1: crazy.
0: Thing. I know. It's yeah, like it's nerd. like my claim to flame, It's like Donald Trump, <laughs> the most powerful man in the world, has gone out of his way to block me. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> that and I was just asking
0: normal thing. questions. <laughs> you know, Johnny. He had this. He had this sort of like informal thing on Twitter where he was getting people to ask questions. And of course I wanted to know about his hair. I I didn't ask him any political questions because I was all <laughs> I was asking stuff about his hair implants and stuff like that. And who does yeah. his spray tan for him? Whether him and him and his missus of Anna spray tan together, or whether they just going to get somebody in the, the White House to do it for them and he obviously took offense to it and blocked me. I thought, well wow,
1: yeah. could have asked
0: him a lot of lost things.
1: Yeah, I think that's another reason to not want to be stuck with a lift in a lift with him. His uh hair would be very distracting.
0: It would, wouldn't it? You have yeah, to look off.
2: Definitely. It? You'd say, yeah. take,
0: take the hat off and let's have a look. Come on, let's we've got two of us in here. Let, let bend down, let's have a look.
1: <laughs> let me just see. Exactly.
0: I would end up turning into Bruce Willis and start climbing down shafts to get out of there. Honestly, I'd be like about
1: like Wakatomi you'd building. <laughs> like Spider Man crawling down the middle.
0: Oh. And obviously the flip side to that. Who would you like to spend time with? Who would be someone you could pick the brain off? Who would you most like to spend a bit of time with? Past, present, or future, alive, dead, or somewhere in
1: between? Hmm. There's a lot of people, actually. You know, there's a lot of amazing, like, musicians. I don't know, maybe... Ha. Huh. good question. I, I guess maybe, like, someone like Freddie Mercury. You know, oh, someone wow, like that yeah. who has written some of the most amazing long-standing songs ever. That would see, be pretty cool.
0: If I was in love Ferry, with Freddie, I'd ask him about his cats. i want to know where they got this love yeah. for
1: cats, you know, because cats are great. <laughs> I love cats,
0: you know. and yeah. I ended up chatting, hours, I mean, I could ask him anything in the world, but I'd end up spending so much time just chatting to him about cats. For me, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to speak to my granny. I'd love to see my granny. I think if I could have spent yeah. time with my granny, I think that would be great because when mm. a young... When I was younger, I never really listened to this influential woman in my life, and
2: she Mm -hmm. probably had a lot
0: to tell me, a lot of stories, and I'd love to know them stories, because I think we forget the elderly have got Bibles of stories they can tell us, and they're sometimes forgotten about, and I think that's a shame. I like to talk to the elderly. I like to hear what they've got Mm -hmm. to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: That's a good one. Mm.
0: Well, Lottie, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's a long way away in Singapore and I know it's getting late there as well for you. Would you like to introduce your latest track?
1: Yeah, of course. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, It's been my pleasure. Okay, so I'm Lottie and this is my latest song, Dance With You.
0: I'm Dennis Devon, this is the NMF Podcast we have had the pleasure of Young Lottie over in Singapore and this is her latest track, Dance With You
2: I just want to dance with you Cause I've been looking for my place now I think I've found that here with you I tell him what to take that. want to be with you